Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And joining me on this episode is Case DeVos, Beekeeper's Chief Product Officer. Case has 20 years of leadership experience across the digital technology landscape, and his experience spans product strategy and management, professional services, and customer success, having led these disciplines at global class-leading software services and high-end consultancy providers. After working globally with leading brands and retailers to develop and implement their digital strategies, including Walmart, Target, Nespresso, Tesco, and Argos, Case now helps investors, startups, and blue chips to bring their digital products and services to market and unlock their potential growth. Hey, Case, welcome to the HR Chat Show today. Hey, Bill. Thank you very much for having us. Great to be here. So, Case, beyond my wee introduction there, why don't you start by taking a minute or so and telling our listeners a bit about yourself. Don't tell them too much about Beekeeper yet. We'll get into that in just a moment. Yeah, sure. Um, um, so, Case divorce, as you can imagine, with a name like that, it's hard to deny where I'm from originally, originally from the Netherlands. Um, and about 25 years, I started wandering this beautiful planet um, as, uh, as a technology uh, person, initially as a software programmer. And uh, late 90s, I arrived in, uh, in the United Kingdom, uh, where I ended up in uh, initially sort of delivering big um, digital retail platforms, e-commerce platforms, did that for a number of years. And for the last 10 or 15 years, I've been involved with software companies globally, um, where I help companies sort of define product strategy, implement product management, kind of like processes, procedures, etc. And um, yeah, bring, bring amazing software to market. Um, and for the last Three years have been fortunate to uh, to be doing that at Beekeeper. So like heading up product, product management, product experience, as well as sort of like the engineering functions and doing also the the, the product um, product support function. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been an amazing amazing 20 25 years so far, and uh, and I have to say the last three years have been a real um, kind of like a real cherry on top. If you're enjoying this episode of the HR Chat Show by HR Gazette, why not subscribe and get the latest episodes delivered straight to you several times each week? And remember, for the latest articles and interviews related to what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com. Excellent. Thank you. I'm very sorry for for the Netherlands going out of the World Cup there, (laughs) by the way. Um, As an England fan, uh, I can sympathize with you. Uh, maybe next <laughs> yeah. time, sir. Maybe next time. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time. I think that's what we're saying to uh, to all the English supporters as well, right? <laughs> okay, so um, now you can perhaps tell me a little bit about the mission of Beekeeper. Yeah, just just in in, in general, um, Beekeeper. Just to give you a bit of background of Beekeeper as a whole, with with a with a Swiss company originally. Um, although we work both in uh, Europe and the US, our business is about half-half. And, and we deliver solutions for companies that predominantly employ frontline workers. Um, so industries like retail, hospitality, manufacturing, healthcare, 
um, you know, people that don't sit behind a desk to do their job. Um, we, we think that the front line is a largely forgotten part of the global workforce, especially if you think you know, about the kind of technology solutions that uh, support them, despite them making up 70 to 80 percent of the uh, total total workforce. Um, core product is something that we refer to as a frontline success system. It's a mobile first solution, an app, if you like, that uh, that connects frontline workers with everything they need to do to do great work, helping them to improve their lives and make the companies that they work for um, more successful. Um, we work globally, as I mentioned, predominantly Europe and US, about a thousand companies are using our software and, and with about a million frontline workers having access to our to our solutions. So people that uh, that are using our software companies that you probably recognize names like Marriott, Mandarin Oriental, Holiday Inn, so like in the hospitality space, uh, Cargill, Tyson on Semi, ABB and manufacturing and then in retail names such as uh, Dufree or Hudson in, in, in the US. Um, uh, Aldi co-op um, in uh, yeah in in the, in the retail space as I said so that's that's what we do we focus very much on that frontline on that frontline worker and help them to do their best possible job. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. Now perhaps you can you can explain what you mean by a disconnect between frontline workers and, and their managers. Yeah, we we talk about we talk about that disconnect um, a lot. Um, I, I think that the, the challenges with the frontline worker, they've, they've been around for, for many, many years, but I think throughout COVID, it's been, you know, incredibly clear to everyone, right, that we really rely on these frontline um, workers. You know, if we look around ourselves, healthcare, retail, hospitality, we see the challenges of not, of those of those industries not working well, and, and, and they're not working well because the frontline workers you know, um, really have, have had enough. And that has resulted in empty shelves in stores, hospitals struggling with, with demand, both during and after COVID. We see queues at airports, you know, you, you, you fly regularly yourselves. You know, the, the, the time you spend these days going through security is, is quite crazy. And it's because frontline workers, you know, as I said, have had enough. Like frontline work is, is, is hard. It can be, it can be tedious. It can be repetitive. It's, physically hard work, long hours, and and no one is doing really anything about that situation. And, and we think there are three reasons for that. Um, the way frontline frontliners work hasn't really changed for, 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 for decades, you know, maybe, maybe not even centuries in, in places. Like we work with, with pen and paper, announcements are made on, on notice boards, the best way to guide teams is just to hire more frontline managers who are some kind of like human interface between head office and the people that do the actual work. Um, and as a result, people feel burned out and with, with less and less people willing to take their place, that problem only increases. And the people that run these companies, um, very often, dare I say it, are, are, are out of touch with what is really happening you know, on that on that front line, and 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 that's those three areas. You know, we refer to as the front line. You know, disconnect, and and to be a bit more specific, people are disconnected from each other, like the the, the head office, you know, and and that front line workforce, but also people within 
that frontline workforce already. They, they're disconnected from frontline managers, disconnected from other teams, etc. So one thing is disconnected from, from the people in the business. The other one is disconnect from, from systems and, and, and information. You know, there's a ton of information available generally in, in frontline businesses, yet the frontline worker hardly ever has access to that. And, and thirdly, it's the disconnect from, from existing business processes. They, they don't really have you know, great tools to kind of like make their job um, easier. And, and that's sort of like the great disconnect um, that, that we're observing. And it's a, it's, a huge, it's a huge problem besides, you know, as us consumers, us poor consumers having to suffer those, like those empty shelves of those queues in, in the airport, you know, if you look at the, the, the cost of this for companies, Deloitte did a, a study a few years ago where they identified that the cost, the average cost of a disconnected frontline worker is about $8,000 per year per employee. And if you take into account two and a half billion frontline workers globally-ish, you're talking about a, a problem that's potentially, you know, trillions of, of dollars. So that's that's that disconnect that we that, that we observe. Okay, thank you. So, as part of your answer there, you mentioned um, that one of the one of the big concerns is employee burnout. What? What? Mm -hmm. a, can, maybe yeah. you can spell out then, just for our listeners. Maybe you can spell out what what some of those consequences are of employee burnout, because employee burnout isn't the same as necessarily leaving a company. It could actually be something like it could manifest itself in presenteeism, for example. Right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We see, we see it in. You know, in, in many different in many different um, guises, and I, and I think the best way to kind of like to look at that is is how how do you avoid it? How can you avoid that? How can you potentially even you know turn that you know turn that around that that burnout or that absenteeism, what you know whatever it may you know be, whatever it you know however it it, it is exposed. I mentioned that that's all right. That disconnect in, in three places: disconnect to people, systems, business processes. And and what what companies try to do, um, you know, in, in over the last kind of like five or ten years, some some progressive companies are saying like, okay, um, let's look at that that disconnect and solve it through communication. If if I tell people what I think they want to hear, things will be better. So you get sort of like people implementing top down communication, so like systems or, or, or solutions or or that they make an, an intranet available to 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 employees uh, to, to frontline employees and that and that's and that's great you know you, you share a lot of information and then you hope that your your employees are picking it up but what you really want to create to to combat that that you know that that burnout that absenteeism people leaving the company is is you want to build a company culture you want to you want to build two-way communication you know a, a culture of information exchange where people can connect and 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 communicate i, I had a really interesting um like recently over the last 24 48 hours one of our customers um it's a company called eastern pacific shipping they operate freight liners in the pacific ocean and their captain wrote a post on linkedin basically saying since i had beekeeper since I had two-way communication, just two-way communication, you know, um, uh, working on his ship, he he observed that not just so like the attitude of his of his workers got better, and that they weren't just better informed. The culture on a ship changed, 
and and I think that's that's the big thing that we observe with with our uh, our clients. You know, there's the change of culture, and and I think people need to feel attached. We do an online, uh, we do a frontline survey every year, and 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 really, you know, like many people behind the desk, frontline workers also just want to be you know part of something they want they want to be part of something bigger they want to have meaning in their job they want to do a good job and and i think once you can establish the start of that that's when you see the impact on you know absentees and burnout you know people leaving and 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 not just leaving a job leaving the industry you know full full stop you know people leaving you know hospitality or people leaving manufacturing and and choosing to do something um, choosing to do something else so so that's that's super interesting to to observe um having said that communication is a great start but it's not enough um you really need to support that frontline worker in in in, in multiple ways um it's about providing them with the right information and that information is not necessarily even what is relevant to them on the work floor but when do I have to work? Give them the shifts. Where, what do I earn? Provide them with their pay slips. Support them with their onboarding, their training, etc. Um, then on the work floor, that communication, that connection, you know, with other workers, and and last but definitely not least, the the, the tools to make their job as easy as possible, where they can be independent, take ownership, you know, perform jobs without constant intervention of their managers. Uh, create task lists, allow people to collaborate as a team on those tasks, um, etc. Now, if, if you if you wrap that up in a single solution, now you are supporting the frontline worker in, in the best possible way. And that's and that's when the, the companies are customers that work like that. That's where you see their retention numbers going up significantly. When you when you support that frontline worker, that you see that retention number you know going up when you create that culture and when people belong to something and people recognize that you are supporting them they feel supported um but 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 interestingly over the last 12 months or so what we've done with some customers is is we use those those engaged you know employees and we basically say like hey in in, in a time where we have shortages of employees do you know anyone that would like to work, you know, for us. That that can fill some of the open positions, and we see amazing results on that. Where, uh, for example, uh, OneZac, it's a construction company in the U.S., part of Mastac, two and a half thousand employees ish. In twelve months, they generated through their existing employees twelve hundred referrals for their open positions, over which three hundred they hired. And 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 it created a retention saving of of over half a million dollars, and and that's when you kind of like you go the other way, right? We're, we're no longer talking about retention, burnout, so on and so forth. We're talking about you know using those those engaged employees to make their life better, to make you as an as a as a company um, better, which is which is awesome to to see. Excellent, thank you very much. And uh, just in support of some of the items you mentioned just a moment ago here's here's a quote from uh, beekeeper ceo chris grossman uh, and it goes as follows most leaders and teams spend their days reacting firefighting treading water and treating symptoms it's time to change that mm. and focus on the root causes instead 
So I think yeah. I think he's very much supporting what you've just mentioned there. Yeah, um, absolutely. So you you spoke a little bit about employee or employer advocates, you know, th those within a company who say lovely things about it, that they they find potential uh, new uh colleagues as well by, by going out to their networks that they they build the brand on your behalf in many ways um yeah in 60 seconds or less case <laughs> why, why is it important to encourage advocates such, such as those I, I think we mentioned a big a big one already is is you know simply retention um i think the other uh part there is about um, having a workforce that can help you as a business um, grow. Um, one of our one of our customers, a company called Flagger Force, uses our systems to to so like identify those comp those employees that are really engaged, and those that are engaged are being selected or pre-selected at least for you know um, uh, for promotions. Um, so it helps uh, these companies uh, grow. And, and I think we can all say, and I think we all recognize, if you enjoy the job that you are doing, you are more productive. You know, you have a better impact. And, and like if I work in retail and I enjoy what I'm doing, that will reflect to uh, the customers that I'm, I'm serving. So there's a real top line benefit there as well. It's not just about retention. It's about creating you know, engaged employees that, that help you drive your business forward. Oh, just under a minute. Good work. Was it? <laughs> okay, so uh, from what I've heard from you today, there are three root causes of this disconnect then between frontline workers and the organizations. They are yeah. always working, employee burnout, which we've spoken about, and um, out-of-touch leadership. H how does your team try to educate leaders so that they recognize that they are they are out of touch and, and there is a need for change within the organization? What, what do those conversations look like? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think as we managed earlier, um, you know, introducing you know that 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 frontline, uh, uh, a frontline success system, a, a some kind of solution that you know, you know, technically starts to to break down that those, those disconnects, is uh, is kind of like for very uh, a lot of companies is, is is a good start. Now that may that may sound daunting for a lot of companies like are we going to bring in technology to to people that may not be that familiar with with um you know solutions during their day-to-day -day work life i think it's one it's very much underestimating the frontline worker everybody's on whatsapp facebook and those kind of instagram and and for for us our our, our interface is very much akin to that so it's very much around um ease of ease of use um but what we say to to companies that don't have these solutions in place that that have yet to start um, that that journey we have a team that works with our with our customers our customer success teams uh, what we see is that frontline workers are really quick to embrace these kind of uh, th those solutions we, we typically see adoption of 80 to 90 percent within the first couple of months of rollouts if you do this properly and and i think there's really two ground rules there one is is about starting simple starting simple across those three areas so introduce two-way communications between teams is a great great starters a great starter um simple information that you already have available within your organization can make a big difference 
you know, uh, providing somebody with uh, their shifts, when do I work, rather than looking that up on, on, a, on a notice board is a big, is a big um, uh, game changer. Train, providing people with training materials, with pace, uh, with, with pay slips. Um, so that that's information, very basic information in, in, in places, and uh, and introduce some simple processes like like asking for maybe a shift change, asking for some time off through a very simple digital process. If you start with these three areas, so communication, information, and some business processes, um, if you keep it simple, that that that's a really good way to start. However. The key part is, whatever you do, you have to, for one side, if you want to be successful here, you have to put to the one side what you, as a manager, want your employees to hear. That we, we see that over and over again. If I give them this information, it'd be all right. And that's, that's not the right way to think about it. To solve the disconnect properly, you should always... Um, uh, forget what you want to put in. You have to consider what the employee wants to get out. Why? Give them reasons to come to a solution that, like this. Give them a reason reason to embrace it. And and a, re a really good 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 example that you know quite a few of our clients see that the, the canteen menu is the most open document like on 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 the app. Why? Because that's what they're interested in. Yeah, every day they want to kind of like, oh, this is a really easy way to see what's what's for lunch or what's for dinner or what's for breakfast, etc. Depending on their shift. Now that sound that may sound ridiculous, but it drives engagement. Yeah, it drives kind of like a bond to the to 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 this app. And at the same time that they're looking to the canteen menu, they can also pick up other company information. And the app bets in as a place where you can get information. So. Those are those are uh, a number of guidelines that we talk to our customers about. And just finally for today, case, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's through LinkedIn, email address. Um, you're you're a bit of a techie, so I bet you're super cool and you're all over TikTok. Um, and of course, <laughs> how can our listeners learn more about Beekeeper? Um, I, I I leave TikTok to my children, uh, uh, Bill. I'm afraid, so so that's that, that I can't be found there on LinkedIn. Um, Case Divorce, K E E S space D E space V O S. Um, please connect there if you're interested. Love to have a conversation. Um, our website uh, and all of our socials can be found on our website. It's beekeeper dot io for people that are interested. If people want to drop me an email directly, it's pretty uh, straightforward. Uh, K double -E, 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 e S at beekeeper.io. And I'd love to hear from people and I'd love to start a conversation. Okay, rock and roll. And there will, of course, as always, listeners, be links in the show notes and in the associated post on HR Gazette. So you can learn more there too. Um, that just leaves me to say for today, Case, I've had a lot of fun today. Um, I, I, I love your energy and you obviously know what you're talking about. Thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you very much, Bill. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for hosting us. Uh, it was great to be a guest and uh, yeah, look forward to connecting again in the future. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, 
why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.